Curriculum Associates presents the Extraordinary Educators Podcast with hosts Danielle Sullivan and Sari Laveris. Hear tips, best practices, and successes to improve your teaching and leadership and drive student growth and learning. We're here for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Sari, and this week we are joined by extraordinary educator Joe, who is transitioning from teaching elementary to middle school math in New York, and we talked to him about all things goal setting. And he is, first off, we're so excited for his students because he's such a great educator, and we're excited for him to now bring his amazing energy to middle school, but he gives some really good tips on also meeting them as humans first, and then using that to help set goals both for their personal growth and their academic performance. So he's just a wonderful, wonderful educator. And it's just, it'll be really good for you to listen to this. Enjoy our conversation with Joe. Welcome, Joe. It is so great to see you and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. So happy to be here. Really enjoy talking to both of you. Well, we love talking with you too, Joe. So we wanted to know what are some things you're thinking about this school year or maybe thinking of refining the school year? Well, this school year is a, a, a very new one for me. It's different than anything I've ever done. So I'm really excited about that. I'm leaving the world of elementary this, this year. And in September, I'm going up to the middle school. It's uh, a big jump. You know, sixth grade math will be uh, where I'm going to live, at least for next year, hopefully, maybe for a while. Um, So there's a lot that I'm really thinking about and excited about, to be honest. Wow, that's a jump. Um, So in thinking about beginning to plan or whenever you're listening to this, listeners, during planning, it's really important for middle school students in particular to know what to kind of own their learning. So how are you approaching that mathematically? How are you helping them maybe like set goals around learning? Like talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So that's actually something I'm really excited about is the opportunity to set some goals with the sixth graders. I've had some chances to do that with first and second graders. And I just feel like it's going to be a completely different experience, something I'm really excited about. I'm hoping that these students really get into it and take ownership of it just because, you know, their brains are a lot more developed at at this point in their lives, you know? Yeah. And we spoke to (laughs) first graders. Yeah. Just just a tad. It's interesting. (laughs) And we also have spoken about this exact transition before, and we can link the episode in the show notes for those who are interested. But we spoke to a teacher in Florida, Jessica, who also made the transition from elementary to middle. And it's fascinating because you're right, Joe, obviously, students are at a different place in their developmental journey. At the same time, there's a lot of stuff that work with the youngest students that still hold true for middle schoolers. So I'm curious, and as we focus in on goal setting, what are you kind of taking with you in terms of best practices for that and how you implement that with your students? Well, you know, best practice for me has always been get the students involved in their learning. And it's just going to be through conversation, you know, through dialogue. I like to ask the kids a lot of questions, you know, and and really just kind of listen to their answers and try to then focus, you know, you know, focus in on what they say and, and take it to that next level. I'm just really excited to to hear what's on the minds of sixth graders, you know, and and where they're willing to go with me. Because um, I'm going to want to push them, like really, really push them. Something I felt I've always been able to push my first and second graders, but I just, 
I feel like I can really go different places like that I've wanted to go that I just, maybe I wasn't brave enough to go with the little ones, but now I'm, I'm like, oh no, we're going places, you know? So as you think about how you set goals with your first and second graders and now thinking about middle school, is there like a certain best practice that you're going to transfer or how do you begin to think about it even with whenever 80, 100 kids that you're going to have to make it manageable for you? Yeah, you know, I like to basically just start out by asking them like, what are your goals for this year? You know, and, and yeah, I'm the math teacher, you know, in their cohort, but I don't necessarily need to focus on math with them. You know, goals can be, you know, set specifically in my classroom around math, of course, but I really want to focus on the whole child. I think that'll be really important this year. And so just to get them involved, you know, with that very first question, what is a goal that you have? It, it could be educational. It could not be educated. You know, it could be really open-ended in the beginning. Eventually, I would like to steer some goals to the educational part of the journey. Um, but in the beginning, I want to really just get to know the, the whole student and, and see what's important to them. You know, I think that'll help help me guide them to some educational goals. Absolutely. And it sounds like you use that one-on-one time with your students, not only to set goals, but another sort of hope from what I hear you saying is that you're also building that relationship and trust and getting to know them as a person along with what they want to work on, right? Which is kind of cool because you're doing that at the same time as actually setting the goal. Well, you know, so when I think about best practices, something that's really important to me in the classroom is setting up that environment where the student feels like, okay, this is a a relationship that we have. We're comfortable. We can take risks. You know, um, we can grow. We can make mistakes. Um, and it's really okay. So I feel like if I get to know them a little bit, if they get to know me a little bit, that will really set that foundation for what ultimately I want is risk taking in the classroom, you know, and if they're not comfortable with me, um, with themselves, with their classmates, then they won't take risks and they won't grow to where I want them to grow, you know, and where they probably can grow. That's amazing. Uh, do you use like a Google form, a student interest survey? How do you go about collecting I guess, data on the whole human. Yeah. You know, that's probably something that I probably should work on is maybe creating a form. I, I've always just had dialogue with students and you know what, now that I'm going to, now that you say it, right, I'm going to have a lot more students than I've had in the past. And maybe keeping track of all that would be um, a helpful thing, you know, through a Google form and just jotting it down. I've had students in the past just write down things in, in their notebooks, you know, like we had like a little math notebook in my classroom and they would write it down because I would always want to go back to it at certain points, you know, Hey, how, you know, we'd have check-in time, you know, how, how's it going? You know, are we still on the path to, you know, you told me you wanted to, to learn multiplication, right? I'm just throwing something random out there. How are we doing? Let's, let's, let's go back. What are some of the things that we've done so far to, to get you to that goal? Um, but I, I do like the idea of a Google form just to collect some of that data and get to keep track of it. I think that's the best part of it, right? Yeah. Well, we're here for you, Joe. You know, you're about to transition from having, what, 25 kids to like 85 to 100 kids. Yes. So anything to make your life easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting, though. It really is. It's something, honestly, something I've wanted for a long time. And it just 
really hasn't been an option until now. And when it became an option, I jumped at it, you know, so. That's awesome. We're so excited for you. Before we close out, is there any sort of last word or parting advice you have for our listeners who are also headed back into um, the beginning of the year or, or already, you know, have completed their first weeks of school as they think about really celebrating um, and tracking goals with students? Sure. Yeah. You know, so the one thing I have for teachers, you know, as they're starting school, maybe are back to school planning and thinking is just when setting goals with, with their students, just remember the enthusiasm to share with the students along the journey, celebrate the small steps that they make uh, along the way, because that can go a long way to inspiring them to continue to push towards whatever it is, the goal that they set for themselves. Well, we appreciate you, Joe. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you. Anytime. Get inspired by following us on social media and please tag us in your posts on Twitter at Curriculum and on Instagram at MyIReady. If you have feedback about the podcast, a topic of interest, or want to be a guest, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. Subscribe where you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to help more educators like you join the conversation, please leave a review. And remember, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators Podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates, editing by Whiteboard Geeks, social media by Atsdy Hannon, guest booking by Sari Laveris, production by Haley Browning. This podcast is copyright material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Mm-hmm.